Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Horowski, and it's good to be back. Uh, thanks to any new listeners, uh, any listeners that have been waiting for a while for a podcast. It's Life's been crazy, right? It happens. Fell off, and I've been just having the itch to get back to it. So here we go. Uh, today's going to be, I guess, maybe just a bit of a rundown. Uh, while I hike through the woods here, walk through the water a little bit, uh, just got my feet nice and chilly walking through the water. And you know what? Maybe that's a great place to start. Just there, this is where I was planning on starting, uh, with something like this. So water, water has been on my mind a lot. Light has been on my mind a lot, uh, more than probably just about any other, uh, I don't know what to call it. Like, um, activity self quantification biohack etc etc uh none of them are really anything different than any other right like they're all things that we need to work on in some capacity so hey that's that's what i'm gonna talk about right so for me first of all uh, getting my feet grounded right that, that's where i kind of want to start with that and the more that I learn about it as I dip back into the stream here, that that connection really is enhanced that much more uh, through your feet, through your body, hands, whatever it is, with water, right? It's, as far as I know, like the ultimate conductor. Uh, anybody else out there, tell me I'm right, tell me I'm wrong. Uh, but from what I can tell, people that are a lot smarter than me, uh, they tell me it conducts things really well. So I believe them and I feel good when I do it. So, hey, it's placebo or otherwise it's working pretty well. Uh, so just to me, a great way to connect with the earth, with mother nature uh, and change, change my body, hopefully uh, mind, spirit, everything for the better. Right. That's that's what it's all about is doing the best that we can given any situation. So. Getting back to, yes, uh, just that grounding, right? I, I've come to realize how important that is for me, right? So I make sure every morning, every evening, uh, hopefully sometimes throughout the day uh, that I can get some of that in. And some of my longer days, uh, I have two very long days that I work with clients. The other three are usually a little bit shorter. So that makes it easier to get out more. But even on those long days, that's probably where it's, most important for me, I find, to get that grounding, get that connection with Mother Earth, right? It's, I need to be able to perform at my best for myself, for them too, right? The people are coming to see me because they want to feel better, right? I want them to feel better and I have to embody that to be able to share with them, to be able to help them. So, yeah practice what you preach right that's what it comes down to so that's the other connection that i have now uh i did get a pair of from what i can tell grounding shoes right uh so what is it um earth sandals earth runners something like that uh i've liked them so far uh i mean i guess they're a model off of the modeled after the taramahara tribe down in mexico i believe uh with barefoot ted's book born to run i like them i, I really do uh, i'm not sure what my plan is because as i'm recording this at least uh still end of september 
right? So in Pennsylvania, yeah, I mean, it's still, this morning as I'm out, I think it was low 50s. Uh, the water, <laughs> definitely a bit cooler. So my feet are not toasty right now, nor is the rest of my body, but that's partly by design. Like I, I want to get into some of that cold thermogenesis, which I will later talk about. Still getting back to the connection of the earth, right? Uh, and what I'm going to be wearing. So this these work great uh, all summer. I actually got them, I think, at the beginning of the summer. Uh, so I've worn them pretty hard, and they've held up well so far. That being said, I mean, I can see some wear and tear. So I don't know how long they'll last. For me, I'm... I'm a minimalist when it comes to shoes. I uh, don't wear, I don't have a whole lot. I have a lousy pair of uh, minimalist shoes and a nice pair of minimalist shoes. One's for work, one's for not at work. And then these sandals. Recently got basketball shoes because I got back into basketball. But overall, that hiking boots and hunting boots. That's, that's the extent of it. So I need to find a pair. So if anybody has any advice out there, uh, please hit me up with it. I'd love to hear what, what works well, uh, for a warmer shoe, especially for a, an outdoors shoe, let's call it, uh, that still allows for grounding. Uh, I've heard of some grounding plugs that I'll probably be looking into where I think it wraps like copper plug that wraps around onto the bottom of the shoe, but then wraps up into the shoe. So still connects with your foot and naturally I'm still wearing cotton or wool socks. So I mean, there's some nylon in there, but uh, it'll still get that conductance through. So anytime that I'm out, even when I have rubber soles on that are stopping some of that blocking, we'll get some through, right? What else? So that's really the grounding in a nutshell. Uh, help, I'm in a nutshell. I uh, hope you guys get the Austin Powers reference, right? Moving on, light. Light has been, uh, wow, I've taken a deep dive into Jack Cruz over the last, I guess maybe it has been six months now. I guess I didn't realize that. Um, and anybody that he's recommended and talked about, uh, if I'm huffing and puffing, yeah, I am out in the woods on a hike here. Uh, have my weight vest on as well so I can get a little bit of the rocking resisted exercise with it. Uh, light. Wow. I was not as serious as I feel that I should have been on the subject, right? It's incredible the more that I dive into it, how much more I'm concerned about, and I don't want to say more so than nutrition or exercise, but I kind of want to, uh, it's, it's such a high pillar that it, it has to be up there. So what does, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the basic rundown. I'm going to encourage you to go check out, uh, Tetragrammatron, uh, Rick Rubin's podcast, parts one and two between, not, I shouldn't say between with, uh, Andrew Huberman and Jack Cruz. I think those two give such a broad array, um, to start with his work, um, I'm diving into the blogs and any other podcasts that I can consume uh, from him as they've been enlightening, uh, for uh, lack of a better term. Now, I'm going to give you, again, basic rundown here. What, how have I implemented this into my practice? So, 
in the morning when I first get up, uh, it's usually dark uh, just because I wake up early. I like that. I feel great doing that. Not going to necessarily adjust that too much. And what that means is I'm not blasting lights though. More because I, I realized this, right? Bright light, bright artificial light to me in the morning, it's harsh. Like I don't like it. I don't feel good with it. So if, I, I mean, I put the small light on in the kitchen as I'm getting ready, right? Everybody's usually still asleep. Um, so I, I, and I will still even keep my blue blockers on at that point because I just want that soft, like kind of getting going, uh, any sunshine that I can see during the day, I'm going to, uh, I've learned now to perch my desk. Uh, I have a stand up, like rolling desk at work at the office, um, that I will be by the windows as much as possible. Right. I will, any of the treatment tables that I'm working with patients with, I'm going to use those over any others because I just want to be by that good light. I'm keeping blue blockers on if I'm not around that. Like when I'm over by the good light, I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, I have my computer set. Uh, I use Flux right now. I, I've looked into other programs. I'm not going to pay for anything right now. Uh, I, Iris would probably be the one that I've heard the most about. But to me, Flux, if you are pretty hardcore about the settings, I guess I would say, you can get it pretty dim and keep it pretty low blue light through most of the day, which which works pretty nicely. As far as, hey, uh, early in the summer, I was definitely getting to see the sunrise most days. Now I get to see it uh, for sure a few, t- I, I would say four times a week. Um, the other three, now I usually start uh, seeing cl- uh, patients at 6.30, so I don't get to see that sunshine while I'm outside, right? So it is a little bit of a bummer. I may try and shift my schedule around just to be able to get outside at those critical times. We'll see. Uh, but the other four days, I'm, I'm good. I get to see it. And even if I don't, excuse me, let me rephrase that. Even if the sun is not visible as it was barely only for about a minute this morning between the clouds, right? I was still there to, to see it outside. Uh, I told Penny, Hey, I'm going outside. Okay. She said, okay, daddy. I asked her if she wanted to come out. She didn't, and that's fine. I'm not going to force her to come out and just see the sunshine with me, right? Um, boys were still sleeping, but hey, she didn't want to. I'm not going to force her, but I'm letting even my kids know like how important that is to me, that I'm making sure to go find and spend that time just to see the sunshine and let them make their own choices, right? So did that, and now... Dropped everybody off at school and stopping by the stream again. It was a nice little trail down at that point to get my feet grounded a little bit more so even just connected with with the water. As far as the rest of the day goes, I have patience today, right? So this is a morning where I get out a bit more. Uh, but during when I do have patients or when I have a gap, uh, if I'm on a meeting, if I'm on a call at all, that's when I just sneak my computer outside with me, right? I don't say sneak, I just take it out, right? Uh, and enjoy a little bit more of that sunshine, which is awesome, right? Um, I, I, I haven't 
like I said, been as diligent with this. So I don't know how this is going to go in the winter time. Uh, I actually just ordered a, a nice vest because I want to, I want to try and expose still as much of my skin during the day to sunlight as possible. So I plan on experimenting a little bit with, uh, I have like a heavy down vest and then like I got another underlayer vest, if you will, so that I can do that, put still my gloves on and hopefully even as the winter comes, start experimenting with getting out, exposing at least my whole arms, like put on a tank top or something underneath so that it's something that, hey, at least get full arm exposure, even if I'm not going to get as much other things, right? Because I know I'm not going to get at, in Pennsylvania, I'm not going to get the vitamin D production. That being said, I can still get that sunlight exposure, which I think is absolutely critical to regulating still so many hormones, especially when we talk of like melatonin too, right? You need that light exposure actually during the day to help with melatonin production later at night. When the, so when the lights turn off, that's when the body says, oh, here it is, and gives you all that good good stuff to help you sleep. So other th- those are things that I'll be experimenting with. But right now, yes, it comes down to light exposure, light exposure, light exposure. And eyes. Uh, not that I ever really... Uh, that's not true. Maybe when I was younger, I wore sunglasses. My eyes were sensitive. But I think it was I just didn't allow them to adjust properly. Right? I was... I, guess, I don't, I don't want to say I feared the sunlight. But I just didn't look at it a lot. Now, not that, I, I will look at the sun very early and very late. Like right as it's coming up, right as it's going down. As long as I'm connected to the earth. Uh, I don't see harm in that. Uh, I see harm in staring at noon in June, right? Yeah, that might be a little bit much. That's going to that's gonna be a bit rough on the eyes. Uh, but the other things that I've picked up on, right? I was actually uh, discussing this with my student yesterday um, with giving kind of the explanation of, hey, yeah, sunglasses. You're, you have so many photoreceptors in your eyes. So like letting your body know, What's going on? I mean, the skin has some, but still not nearly as many as the eye does. When your body takes that light in, it says like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to be producing either these protective compounds or not. And if you're always like, have a hat right over your face, dark sunglasses on, your body thinks it's dark, right? And not maybe noon, right? And you're like, wow, I'm getting burnt like crazy out here. Well, yeah, if you actually open up your eyes, let them get some of that exposure, your body's able to adjust and better protect itself. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't, uh, well, build up the solar callus, uh, as Jack Cruz has, uh, or I'm not sure who has coined it, but I've heard him use it, and I like the term, right? So it's just like anything else, right? Big calluses sometimes on my feet uh, from being out barefoot just on rough terrain. Well, the same thing happens to the skin, the eyes, the body. They build up a callus as well to the sun, which is in some form it's hand, but not always. Like some of it's just, hey, your body's adjusting to those different uh, uh, wavelengths of light. So you have to adjust to it. So yeah, ditching sunglasses. Uh, I still use a hat, not constantly, but I definitely do. Uh, my nose still does. Uh, I have to be protective of that, uh, if anything else. And, but really, I've only noticed like at the beach, anywhere else. Uh, even if I've been outside all day, it really has not been a problem. So there is uh, light. Oh, 
light. Let's finish a little bit more for the rest of the day. Mm, it's evening, a couple hours before the sun goes down, still maybe two hours, is when I start rocking my uh, blue blockers in and around the house to kind of start shutting down. Uh, we still don't use many lights in our house. Try and switch over uh, some of the lights, especially in the bedrooms. I've used amber ones in the past. Looking into it now, I probably will be going more red. Uh, and I might even be going... I'm, uh, the next ex- uh, area of ser- research is uh, black lights. Uh, just so those UV lights, I'm going to be looking into those a bit as well. Um, just let's leave it at that right now. I don't know enough more to comment. However, the other ones are in a better spectra, light spectrum. So amber, yes, red, even better. So cueing the body that the sun is going down, right? Matching up with the outside. I do, the only time that I'm on electronics in the evening would be on a Saturday night during the fall because I love college football. Uh, so that means maybe I stay up at the most a half hour later, more just because of that's when halftime of the 7.30 games come. Uh, and I'm wearing my blue blockers at that point. Um, I, if anybody knows on this too, I didn't look into it yet. Much like you can with your computer, are there brightness settings for a TV? Uh, I want to look into that too, at least. I don't expect to necessarily be able to turn the blue light down specifically, but if I can just turn the brightness down, that would be awesome. So another food, more food for thought area of research and or, hey, if anybody else is out there smart enough to make a TV that you can adjust that on, sign me up. And I have a feeling sign a lot of you guys up too because everybody realizes like, hey, this is modern convenience that I still like to use once in a while, but I still want to do it in the best way possible. And I think that might be a much better way. Yeah, there's light, there's water and grounding a bit. That's been my big, biggest area, I guess. Uh, one of my other buddies was asking me um, about supplements, right? So I'll still kind of just comment on what I've been doing uh, as far as food, diet, supplements-ish, and some exercise. Uh, exercise, well, I'm switching, I, I guess I want to say maybe like two heavy strength days a week, right? And then four, sometimes on the same day as the heavy strength days, uh, more, What I mean, just circuit style training, right? So I'll, I'll do one day some heavy squats and or deadlifts. Another day I'm doing some heavy presses and pull-ups. And then everything else is more just like hypertrophy circuit training just because that's what feels good for me right now. Uh, I am trying to do a bit of rocking and running when I can. Uh, I am getting more drawn to the endurance, whatever scene. Yeah, that's the word. That's what I'm looking for, if you want to call it that. Uh, I just, I don't know why. It sounds like fun. So it might be, hey diving into some longer rocks, hikes, uh, runs, who knows, whatever it ends up being. Not, not, not to biking, uh, swimming only as a cold plunge, if you will. 
not big on swimming right now, but hey, I used to be all in on strongman over the last few years, and I still might combine everything together. Sorry, I'm just taking a moment here. If you can hear the water in the background and dipping my feet in, it just feels good. Hope you guys get to connect as well. So exercise, that's, there's more to it than that, I guess, but I, getting out, going, trying to get for a walk every day. Uh, yeah, it just, I, I think I missed out on some of the, that higher level conditioning where, yeah, I'm huffing and puffing during some exercise, but once in a while, I still just like doing an all out sprint for a hundred yards, walk back, do it again, do a couple of those. It's just a little bit different. And for me, it's fun right now. So um, I'm keeping up with that. Food. I eat three meals a day, have one to two, I'm going to call it nutritional shakes. I'm not going to call it a protein shake because it's not purely just protein. I throw a lot of stuff in there uh, that to me, I believe is beneficial and feel good consuming it, right? So what all does that look like? I eat grass-fed beef. I eat some raw fruits and veggies. I have a salad every day, usually with uh, fish on it. I eat raw cheeses, some fermented cheese, like I like cottage cheese. It's, it's pretty much that simple. A lot of butter, some coconut oil, some olive oil. Not much more to it than that. <laughs> it really, like, it, it's, it really is that simple. Uh, I don't do a whole lot above and beyond that. That's where I feel good. That's what I stick with, right? Supplements. Um, well, so my biggest new one has been methylene blue. I've, I enjoy it. I, I can't quite pinpoint for me, it's the mental clarity. That's, that's what it is. My mind is working so much faster. I don't know if that's real, if that's perceived. I, my recall on things has been awesome. So I'm happy about that. Maybe it's, and I don't want to say memory. I do want to say recall. They're slightly different the way that I'm perceiving them. So yeah, been enjoying the use of that, trialing it out. Um, other than that, I start off every morning, a uh, whole mess of water with a whole bunch of salt in it. Uh, Celtic sea salt. It's the only one I use. That's my favorite. That's really what that comes down to. It's that simple. Other than that, I'll do some proteolytic enzymes. I use masszymes by bio-optimizers, right? And then I do a uh, hydrogen, um, um, molecular hydrogen tablet. I'm not sure how much that is doing for me. I've just seen so much good research. So I, I use things twofold. Some of it I go just based on how good it's supposed to be. And is it of reasonable price? Like if something's supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, I try it, I don't notice anything much, and it was more expensive, probably not going to try it anymore. But if something is a nominal fee, and I'm like, you know what, there's 
even more research on this than anything else. It's like creatine, right? Uh, actually, no, but I do notice how creatine does help me. So maybe that's not the best example, but still relatively cheap. I'm like, yeah, let's just stick with this, right? Uh, cognition, uh, sleep um, sparing effects on it, right? So just stick with it. Uh, that is something that I also do take. Uh, but as far as like kind of that morning, I like some magnesium, some camu camu powder for the vitamin C. Uh, I, I cycle on and off with some oregano or oil of oregano. Uh, and I, I'm a big fan of shilajit in the morning. Uh, just like it, just in some water, mix it up. You, sometimes you need to warm it up to melt it a little bit. Depends on the time of year. And just down that and just, that's what I'm starting my day with. Uh, within probably about 20 minutes of that, like I kind of just let that get into my system. And then I usually do start off uh, with a couple burgers, maybe some, like I had some burgers, some cucumbers uh, and carrots this morning, right? Felt good. Like that's, that's a fairly standard breakfast for me. As far as what other things I'm taking, um, not a whole lot else uh, until then. Nighttime, nighttime, I'll take a whole bunch more magnesium. Uh, and I think magnesium breakthrough again. I like bioptimizers here still, where they have a bunch of different types of magnesium all together. I like uh, their P3OM as a probiotic, and I take some more masszymes before bed. So basically, I'm doing that to just clear any more proteins out like i take them at the beginning of the day to help with repair like breaking down proteins like proteolytic right and then same thing before bed before bed i uh, might have like some um hemp oil uh see not just cbd like just a broad spectrum uh what else those are those i would say are the biggies right i'll take i do use like a whey isolate grass-fed uh, I'll use a, a vegan like protein blend. I, I do, I, I'm not a huge fan of ashwagandha. Uh, I'll use that selectively. I do like moringa a lot as far as like superfood powders, if you want to call it that. I really like maca. Um, those, those are the same. I, you know what? I, I've been recently trying spirulina. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I've used it in the past and liked it right now. I don't know. Uh, I've used Corella and I've liked that, so I might be switching back to Corella. I've alternated between the two. Yeah, I, I feel like the Corella I feel better with, so that might be actually my my go-to, my next switch back, if you will, to, to some other things. Uh, as far as, okay, here's another one. Electrolyte powders. I, I use the Paleo Valley one. I like that it's just pretty clean. It's still whole food based. That's my biggest thing with it. It's not just some isolated minerals. And in a researched ratio, but still still isolated, still uh, refined. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, so that's kind of why I like the Paleo Valley ones. For me, it's <laughs> part of it. I, I like uh, minerals in general. I think they're underappreciated. But it's also just something too different than plain water, which... I, I like and I don't like. I almost wish that they had an... Uh, no, no, not almost wish. I do wish they had an unflavored f- one that just had more of the flavor of the minerals. 
more because of the super saturation. Like Renal Steiner talks about, like if you if you eat too much salt, sugar, fat, right? Like your body's just like overloaded with that, and it just everything just tastes so good. Which I don't want that to be the case. I I think it's good to just sometimes eat some things that taste like shit, even though they're good for you, uh, for lack of a better term, right? Because just to get used to not always having the most delicious thing because that's not always real. Like it's the instant gratification, right? Just got to get away from it a little bit. And I think that's not just with social media, etc. That's food. That's everything, right? Uh, perfect example of, Hey, I was in the middle of a little bit of a workout this morning. Penny wakes up. She was calling for her. Mommy, mommy was working out uh, with her friends, so I went in to help her out. Uh, hey, Penny Joe, like, hey, I just laid with her for 15 minutes. And you know what? It wasn't what I had planned on doing at the time, but I'll tell you what, like, I didn't need that instant gratification of the workout. I got to spend 15 minutes with my daughter and just snuggle up with her. She fell back asleep. She felt probably better about it. I felt great because I'm only going to get to do that so many times in my life so just taking appreciation for every single moment that we have I think that's maybe where I want to leave this right I had a talk actually as I was dropping the kids off to school today of Cooper saying uh, yeah my mind I'm only keeping it here I can only think about now I said, well, it's okay. You don't have to only think about now because sometimes he's been a little too, I want, I want, I want, like just future-based. And so Julie and I have both even said, like, no, like you got to be present. You got to be grateful for what you have. And he he said, I only want to be present. Like, and he didn't say present. He only said, I only want my mind to be thinking about now. And I said, well, that's, that's really good. Like you want to make sure that most of what you stay in is the now. And I do believe that. That being said, I think you do need a little bit of future planning. Because if we don't plan for the future, well, I do think to some extent we plan to fail, right? So food, like we do have to think about food planning for the future. Uh, energy, housing. Those are the biggies. If we all have if we all have some of that, we're all pretty good. Everything else is more just wants. Those are just some of our needs. So we do have to plan for that. And to think about the past, well, you know what? I, I did get choked up there. I was just thinking about just a moment that I had to spend with Penny this morning. And I had, I made sure to spend one with each of the kids this morning. And that does mean a lot. So don't, don't forget about the past. There's lots to embrace about it like that. There are also sad things. I mean, reminiscing about loved ones that have passed away. There's... There's atrocities, right? Mass death. It's not, it's not something we want to forget about. Something we want to learn from so that as a world we can come together and just be, be more loving, be together uh, and share that together, not fight over it. Because I think in the end of it, in the end, we're still a lot alike. We all want to be loved. We all want to love. We want those basics a food, water, shelter, getting out some beautiful 
sunshine days, getting some time in the water, getting the light, enjoying it again with loved ones. So I'm going to leave it with that. Thank you again for uh, tuning in. Uh, Nick Horowski, Bare Naked Health Podcast. I will be back with another episode soon. Thanks. Bye, guys.